Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. Today, folks, we're super excited. We're finally tapping into a fandom that we haven't touched yet, mainly because we have not had the perfect correspondent to introduce us to this That's fandom right. correctly. That's right. So we've always been fans, but we really wanted to bring someone in who embodies this fandom in particular, this fandom being Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, welcome back to the show, Shireen. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I love Crowd Star goes well. Wars. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I think I got an employee of the month once. The senior vice president was like, just a fun fact. She loves Star Wars. She put her helmet on during my first conversation with her. And so this whole company, I was like, Star Wars for life, like that in the camera. <laughs> so that was fun. That is so perfect. Well, today we are talking about the Star Wars masterpiece, Obi-Wan. And I know I'm excited. Shireen, this is your your show. I'm so excited, friend. Greatest shows of all time. I mean, I've been waiting for more Obi-Wan since for like 18 years. So I'm pretty, (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty hyped. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All right, Lauren, I'm ready for some casting. Okay. Obi-Wan is starring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. And then we have Moses Ingram as Reva Savander. And then we have Adira Varma as Tala Durith and Vivian Lyra Blair as Princess Leia. She was phenomenal. Let me just say spicy meatball. That's what my youngest (laughs) child is like. I think my favorite thing that she said in the whole show is she looks at Obi-Wan and she says, you seem kind of old and beat up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that about kids where they just say things exactly how they see them. They don't beat around the bush. And it's just that realness where it's like kids just humble you right away. You're old and beat up. And he's like, well, she's not wrong. She is not wrong. (laughs) Then you add the princess uh, senator quality and you're like, okay. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. No, she killed it. I'm like, if Carrie was alive, they would do so well. Like this girl embodied her. Mm -hmm. I know Carrie was just helping her along the way for sure. Well, before we jump into the tea, you got to go to Star Wars Celebration. I sure did. And I can't believe it was the first one I had ever been to my whole life. For some reason, I just never had gone. Okay. But now that I'm an adult and I have adult money, I can (laughs) do whatever I want. So... And luckily it was in Anaheim and I don't live too far from there. So it was super easy to save some bills on like a hotel, but Star Wars Celebration. Oh my gosh. I think I cried every day. <laughs> a lot of stuff went on and plus Obi-Wan released and then they had like a premiere and they had, there's so much went on. How many different days were you there? No, I went Thursday and Saturday and then they released the meet and greets and they had Ewan McGregor on Saturday. I'm like, it was meant to be. I'm just, I was screaming. Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor has been my favorite, one of my favorite actors since I was a kid. I think he was my, one of my first crushes. It was like Aragorn from Lord of the Rings and Obi-Wan from Phantom Menace. <laughs> I mean, I he's it. so easy on the eyes. I could just stare yeah. at him. And I, all day. might I say your luck with Scottish movie stars? Can you I'm, believe? I, no, I'm jealous. too. You are two and oh, ma'am. We are oh and two in this department. I'm incredibly envious. Okay. Yeah. Meeting Sam Hewen was 
that was that was wild out of the, out of nowhere randomly happened mm-hmm. that was weird and then even mcgregor i got the email and i was like this is happening i don't care how much it is and let me tell you <laughs> It was not cheap, but it was worth every penny because I have the photo just sitting up. Literally, it's like a shrine, like Obi-Wan stuff <laughs> all around it. <laughs> but he's like smiling so big in the picture because like, you only get like two seconds with them, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, what do I say? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like straight up. They No phones, no nothing. They make you put all your stuff down. Oh. Walk up. I, I think I shook his hand. I don't know what happened, really. <laughs> all I know is that I was like, thank you for shaping my childhood. And I put my hand on his back and like tapped it. And he like chuckled and he was like, oh my God, thank you. You know, his little accent. And <laughs> I got a really big smile. And I was sitting there. We just went, I sat against the wall and sat down and just stared at the picture. And I was sobbing. I just started sobbing. I think I recorded some of it because I was like, Shireen, you have to stop. But I was just a full grown 29 year old woman crying after meeting Ian McGregor. And it was like two seconds, but bringing the Phantom Menace, the prequels, characters back was like such a huge deal and you know i think everyone's talking about it but it really makes them because they got so much hate no one liked the prequels right all these older fans at the time didn't like it so but as a kid i I didn't know that i was like this is star wars this is it that's what i love and i found a generation that felt the same exact way i do which was amazing and also like comforting because i thought i was this chick not finding anyone else that liked the prequels because there was always so much hate, but bringing them back, you saw the joy and like the surprise in their face. They were so humbled and just grateful to be there. I can't even, that's just you. And and then I saw Hayden. Oh my gosh. Pedro Pascal. Guys, you don't even know. I've had dreams before I even started really acting or trying to, I had this dream. I was in a movie with Pedro Pascal and he was the nicest person. And he was like helping me with scene work or whatever, right? And I woke up, I'm like, this is what I meant to do. And I had like, (laughs) literally like two days ago, I had another dream where we were doing a movie with him. And I was like, this, this is what I meant to do. I don't have dreams like that. I'm on movie sets ever. And it's only with Pedro Pascal. So it must mean something. You're manifesting it. It's going to happen. Okay. You said it here first. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, there's so many highlights. I, as someone who has never been to Star Wars Celebration, what would be the top three things that you have to do? I guess it depends what kind of fan you are too. If you're a collector, like you got to go stop at all the the cool shops. You know, that's something that I took time out of my day. Thursday, I met the woman who plays Bo-Katan. And then I met Sam Witwer, who's the voice of Darth Maul in Clone Wars on, on that Thursday. And then I was like, we're shopping. And we just shopped. If it's your first time, going mm-hmm. to Star Wars Celebration, I would get your shopping done Thursday okay. because that Celebration store is insane. We kept getting app notifications that stores closed, stores closed. And it was like 20, 11 a.m. So if you're like a shopper, go in Thursday, bring in some cash because the price tags, there were no prices on anything. So I was like, okay, this is kind of weird, guys. Um, <laughs> but they got <laughs> Do me. Do they just account- make it up as they go? Is Are the prices decided? <laughs> I'm sure there's something at the register. As a customer, you're just going in blind being like, I want it all. And you get there and you're like, oh, 400 bucks. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, like crying. Yeah, take my cart. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got some cool merch and I like the stuff with the year on it. You know, like things that like you can't really get any other time. I really think panels are worth it. Okay. If you can get in the lottery to be watch a panel, like it's really cool. I got to see the Mandalorian panel. We got to see mm. the like Ahsoka oh. preview, like all these things that have not been really released. 
and it's like those moments and you just feel the energy in the room and like you're with your people yeah and then also okay so the celebration main stage you will see every celebrity if you stay there i was stood there we stood there for like an hour or two just like they were doing interviews or talking about merch like that stage has everything like but they brought out while i was just hanging out they brought out pedro pascal that was out of nowhere they brought out rosario dawson and the woman who plays Sabine from the Rebels. And then they brought out Hayden and Ewan together. Oh, man. And then after my meet and greet that day, Ewan came out and was just like teary-eyed saying like, thank you, thank you. And it was like those random moments that you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is it. And they just came out back to back to back. Those are like my top three. It's like panels, shopping, celebration stage. And then if you want to spend some more money, you can do the meet and greets because they take a lot, big chunk, big chunk. <laughs> <laughs> but so fun. I would do it a thousand times over. The next one's in London. And I was, I was on the page to buy a four day pass. And I was like, take a step back, Shereen. <laughs> Think about this. <laughs> you have to go to London. You can't just buy the ticket and expect to fly there magically. You know, serious question. Uh-oh. Star Wars Celebration or San Diego Comic-Con? Oh, God. That I've experienced both. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I went to Comic-Con for work and I went to Celebration for fun. San Diego Comic-Con has like everything, right? It's not just one focus. Whereas Star Wars Celebration, it's like you're in immersed in Star Wars for four days. Okay. Which to me is not a bad thing. Right. It's probably Star Wars Celebration. My experience there was just so out of this world. I can't compare it to San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. You felt like you saw everything that you needed to see in the time that you were there. Yeah. I think, I mean, you're physically exhausted too. Like, keep in mind, we're all growing up. I'm not <laughs> as young as I used to be. <laughs> so um, takes out, takes a lot out of you. But I think I saw like everything I really wanted to. So here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. This is your spoiler alert. We have watched Obi-Wan on Disney Plus and we are talking about it. We are getting into it. All right, let's go. All right, Shereen, serious question. Favorite episode of Obi-Wan? It's got to be, okay, the first one is just like a staple because it's the first coming back of him that we've Mm -hmm. seen in over a decade. And then episode six, I think like the last one is just all encompassing of everything we've been waiting for. Like there Mm -hmm. was, it was a slow burn. I'll tell you, there were some episodes I was like, guys, (laughs) you could have done more. Like I was kind of like, come on, but I understand what they were doing well not everyone agrees with it i think episode six just because anakin <laughs> and darth mm-hmm. vader and the whole the whole his voice going in and out of anakin oh, to vader and like yep. the blue and the red lighting and then obi-wan's force just coming back full force that was kind of funny where his arms were out and the rocks were going i was laughing but i was like okay it's, it's pretty badass though it's, yeah <laughs> proud of you obi-wan for getting your force powers back but like i kind of went into it and i've listened to it theorist that i've been watching for years it's like the last jedi came out his name is star wars theory he's very popular like three million followers on youtube and something that stuck with me for a while what he said is just we knew from a new hope that vader was like last time you saw me i was the apprentice and you were the master but this time you know i'm the master and you're not basically is what he said and so we knew going into this episode that anakin would totally lose and obi-wan would straight up beat his ass 
and so I was like just waiting for these moments and I was watching with my dad who's never seen he's like he's gonna he's gonna kill him he's gonna kill him I'm like no dad he's not I mean he, he totally had opportunities a lot of times I mean we knew that'd be the last time that they saw each other before basically Vader killed him in a new mm-hmm. home you know what I mean mm-hmm it was just like, you're going into it waiting and how are they going to do this? What's the dialogue going to be? That was a huge part of it for me. And Anakin was just like, you did not do this. Like I did this to myself kind of thing. And that yeah. was just so powerful. And it makes you so sad. And I started rewatching the prequels again and the third one. And all he wanted was Padme. Like all he wanted was the love of his life. That's all. That's why he did everything. And then mm-hmm. she just was gone. And I started crying. I mean, it's been a while, right? And I started, <laughs> I started, <laughs> I started crying. I was like picturing what if he, she didn't die? Like what if he got, he came back, you know, after like Padme talked sense to him and what if Obi-Wan didn't come and fight him on Mustafar? Like what if all these things, why can't we get a Star Wars what if show? I mean, that would be so cool. That would, that would be, be so amazing. Good. Yeah. I think it'd be fun because I think the Marvel one did really well. It did. So if they did it with Star Wars, it would just appease so many oh gosh, fans yes. that are so upset for nothing. It'd you be know so I mean? satisfying. I want Kylo Ren back. I, you know, I want Anakin to have his happy ending. Next serious question. Who was your new favorite character from Obi-Wan? I want to say Leia because we've never seen her like that before, but she's not technically new, but that, that actor killed it. And yes. I felt the power of Leia from her, truly. But if, like, I can't go to Leia, I'll say Tala. I really like okay. her. Minuscule character in a way, you know, but she made an impact. I mean, Reva was great, too. Moses did a great job. But I really like Tala's attitude and the way that they wrote her. I think she's a good character. And it felt right. It felt right. You know, I didn't I didn't have any complaints. And not that I complained about the show, but, you know, like Reva, there's some things I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like Tala was really cool and like saved them and that cave with all the, the Jedi that were there before. Like her role was cool. If we could have dived into what that character had done for other Jedi, like that would have been cool right. too. You know, I would like to see a show about her. Yeah, she yes. fit into that world really naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, and she went back and forth between first order and resistance like flawlessly oh, yeah. you could just see yeah. her on both sides and although I was a little sad when she died because I felt like there was a bit of a love connection between her and Obi-Wan like such potential for that here's the thing about that is in the Obi-Wan Kenobi book I don't know if you guys have read this if this book no. came out a few years ago obviously before the show was written so I thought they might go off this book and in the book this woman basically fell in love with him and Obi-Wan's like no hard no but like he couldn't stop being around her and was trying to help her like there's some like he couldn't leave her right the way they wrote it he wasn't interested but come on yeah he, he couldn't he couldn't stop helping her and like wanting to be around her so it was very interesting I really thought that they'd somehow give some of that and there wasn't like a hint you know season two okay yes and like when Ewan was there thinking it, and it was like out of nowhere, he's like, I want to come out and say something it, like the team didn't know production was like, oh, sh- give him a mic. Oh, God. You know, like they had no <laughs> idea. And he was like, maybe a season two. Like he was he was hardcore, like kind of saying some stuff. And there's clips on the Star Wars Instagram of like him saying that. But people are freaking out. There has to be another season. So it wasn't an official announcement. He was just teasing the audience. Gosh, he would get in big trouble for teasing the audience if there wasn't some truth to that, right? Uh, He never had to do this before. In the prequels, there's no internet. There's not really too much you could accidentally spoil. So I feel like he's probably not trained in that way, for Star Wars (laughs) at least, to not say that stuff. So I think my new favorite character was Haja 
estuary. Okay. And I was, it's Kingo. (laughs) (laughs) I loved him in Eternals. He's just such a good actor. He's so funny. I mean, he was kind of already helping people, you know, but he's a little bit of a con man. And then he kind of went full, you know, good side, which I was happy about. I was surprised to see him in that, in the show. I was like, he's been in so much. And then they've made him a Star Wars character. That's wild. Once you get that Marvel and Star Wars situation, yeah. you are just right. set for life. I think he's like Graham McTavish in the sense that he was like, you've got a fandom that I haven't been in yet. Let me dive into this one. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I wish I had that power. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. Right. I did foresee Tala dying. I was like, oh, and things aren't looking good for her. And yeah. Haja has some redeeming qualities, so... Yeah, glad one out of the two made it. <laughs> right. I thought he was going to die. Oh, really? Especially when he's like, I'll, I'll stop Reva. And she doesn't kill him at all. She just puts him against the wall. She's like, you're not a Jedi and leaves. I'm like, normally you'd kill him, but okay. You know what? It's cool. It's Star Wars. They can write whatever they want. And right. <laughs> I just can't believe that Reva recovered from a stab wound, was able to walk like a really long way, be able to go to a totally different location. I'm like, how are you living? Right. Yeah. Okay, I knew from episode one that it was her, that she was a youngling. Because the way that they panned the camera over the, the kids hovering over that the master, the mm-hmm. Jedi master that died, mm-hmm. I was like, that that's her. She's a youngling. And I, I was curious to know, like, was she actually bad or was she trying to kill Vader? And we found mm-hmm. out. That was interesting. I thought they could have done a little bit more there or had some more flashbacks. Or I thought Reva was going to die. And I part of me thought that she should have because of what she had done. Mm-hmm. yeah like technically Kylo Ren Ben Solo it made sense he did so much bad stuff it made yeah. sense that he died Reva did a lot of bad stuff in the, <laughs> in the five six episodes we had her in and maybe if they are thinking of season two it makes sense of why they kept her alive I guess but then she'd be the one of the only ones that knows about the kids it's, so it's just weird we went into Star Wars the first three in the 70s and 80s that like no one knew this information so it'd be weird if Reva did I don't know. All these intricacies, you're like, hmm, that's cool. She was a cool character, really badass. I would totally love to wear her outfit. So cool. (laughs) Did you catch any Easter eggs or parallels? Because I didn't. I was just so immersed. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yep, that's a lightsaber. Yep, tell me more. Well, there's one that everyone started talking about immediately that didn't click with me right away. But then I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Is that in Star Wars Rebels, the cartoon... Ahsoka mm-hmm. fights Darth Vader. She fights Anakin. And uh, you guys, do you know about Ahsoka? She was Anakin's yes. Padawan. Turns the dark sign. It's very sad. Those shows. Oh my God. I just cry. Anyways, we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there, Sheree. And so she fights him. And right before her last blow to him is on the left side of his mask. Cuts it open. His eyes open. And he says her name. And mm-hmm. she's like, Anakin. And then Obi-Wan. <laughs> yes. In, in this last episode, cuts the other half of his mask and said they say the same thing back to each other neither one of them were able to take his helmet off fully but luke was the only one because in the last episode he Mm -hmm. fully takes off his helmet just crazy how that all grandfathered into luke being the one that brought anakin back (laughs) it's just those little moments i wonder did they think that deep or did we just come up with that as a fandom watching it so closely? We'll never know. Maybe we'll just ask John Favreau, what were you thinking there? You know? Yeah, they did, <laughs> a, they did a great job with that. But then, not like a Easter egg, but it was just cool to see Leia's force sensitivities so young. Like, they kind of hinted at it, like, with her cousin. Yes. Like, you're scared of him, aren't you? Like, she totally read him like a book. Easy. <laughs> yeah. 
called him out and then with Reva when she was trying to penetrate her mind she was like are we having a staring contest or what <laughs> like she straight up says that and I'm like dude you're so cool I thought that maybe they'd go deeper and have her penetrate Reva's mind and then the one thing I really did want to talk about was the last quote he says to Leia I don't know if you remember when he goes back to give Lola to oh, her okay which is so funny. She cares more about Lola than giving him a hug. Like she thought he like died. And she's like, Lola. I'm like, okay. Kid, that's kids for you. That I is kids for you. I mean, I remember being very attached to my Tamagotchi and or Gigapet as a kid. So I get it. I guess the droid. <laughs> but sorry, the quote. No, you're good. When he's like, when I said before that I didn't know your parents, he's like, Princess Leia Organa, you are wise, discerning, kind hearted. These are qualities that came from your mother. And this is where everyone oh, starts gosh. crying, right? Yes. Yes. I could cry yeah. now. I'm like, don't cry on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you're also passionate and fearless and forthright. And these are gifts from your father. Both were exceptional people who bore an exceptional daughter. I wish oh. I could tell you more. She is a perfect mix yeah. of Padme and Anakin's I have goosebumps now. The way that they worded that, and he said that. I was like, God, mm-hmm. act- acting is insane. I don't know how actors do it. <laughs> But gosh. It was a perfect moment. It, it really was. was. And just those moments with Obi-Wan and Leia, like her asking if he was her dad. And Aww, he's like, I yeah. wish I could say that I was. And it's just crazy because like it makes you really wish you could have seen Obi-Wan as an uncle and Anakin like as a father. And right. Yeah. Raising their kids on Naboo and like what could have been. That's what if? What yeah. if? Star Wars, what if? Exactly. I think we should manifest that as well. Yes. Everybody. Yep manifesting as we speak <laughs> and i thought i don't know if you guys watch the clone wars but obi-wan had like a lover before he committed to the jedi it was me i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name was satine which is funny because even mcgregor loses a love of his life named satine moulin rouge which is played yes by i don't this is a spoiler i don't know if you guys want to watch the shows yeah Can go for it? it we're in the tea you're fine she she dies Satine dies in Star Wars 2 and he holds her the same way Satine dies in, in Moulin Rouge. You're just like, he can't get a happy ending at all, anywhere. Obi-Wan's been through it, but it makes me think, what if he didn't choose the Jedi Order and like, it's with Satine because she was like a queen. Obi-Wan chose the Jedi Order before she died. And then oh, right, be- right before she died, he told her, I would have left the Jedi Order if you told me to. Like, it's so tragic. <gasps> oh, like That's how quick he would have just... Gone. Right in the feels, dude. We gotta log off. End of podcast, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on a lighter note, I was really kicking myself for not bringing this up sooner in your last episode that we did with you, but you are a her universe ambassador. Yeah. I was one of the first 10 when they first launched it back in 2020, I think, or 2021. Okay. Wild. And this is like the epitome of fandom love from what i have seen explain what and how her universe is and your role in it yeah her universe was founded by ashley Eckstein, who's the voice of ahsoka tano in the clone wars and rebels she founded it i think like 11 years ago oh wow maybe 12 back back in the day there wasn't that much fandom gear easily accessible at least maybe like you have random stuff at target with like a logo on it but this was like straight up geared towards women at first like really truly fangirls that's why it was called her universe 
Mm-hmm. It's evolved into this casual cosplay, huge fandom spanning out of Star Wars because it started in Star Wars because she voiced a character from it. it. Expanded into Marvel and expanded into more Disney stuff and Harry Potter every once in a while. So really cool brand. It's like everyday fandom wear. So you can just have like a cardigan and it has like a simple pattern but it's like you look up close it's like star wars or outlander or harry potter or marvel like, it's really cool stuff you can wear every day and i was lucky enough when i worked at torrid to work with her universe and work with ashley Eckstein, you know in the same room and have meetings and talk about how we want to launch this new collection and how we want to do these things and i left uh, torrid and then um after that, I was at a different brand and they asked me if I wanted to be an ambassador when they launched their ambassador program. And that I was so honored. I was really close with that team and they, yeah, they know my work and how I shoot photos and they really like what I do and they know how big of a fan I am. I host uh, fashion live selling live. Rich, your Stranger Things live was so much fun. Thank you. That was fun. It was so much fun. And I, I got in the spirit of it and I was, you were hyping me for, for Stranger Things season four. So fun. I'm honored. I truly love it. Yeah. They're a big part of my life because I have fashion everywhere and I love it. I love fandoms. So tomorrow, everybody, her universe will be at San Diego Comic Con for the weekend and they're having their, I think it's their third or fourth annual her universe fashion show. They have asked me to walk in the show. But I oh don't know gosh. if it's happening yet. Uh, fingers crossed. But hopefully we'll know before you can edit this. <laughs> edit it. That is so exciting, um, dude. I am really hype. It's my. It would be my first runway show. And yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's a. It's actually you don't need tickets to go in. So you don't need Comic Con tickets to go in. You just have to be first come first serve to get a wristband at like twelve o'clock on the Thursday in what? san diego in the in the hotel so if you go and want to watch it and you're one of the first people in there to get a wristband you can watch the show without a comic-con ticket so it's really cool that they mm. open it up well it's- you heard it here folks if you love fandoms and clothing and if the spirit moves you to support our favorite star wars special correspondent get your butt down to san diego comic-con yes and, and root from the stage man or you're so excited there's it's gonna be live somewhere too so if you can't travel that far oh uh, we'll be streaming it for you also yeah. like there's no way we're not gonna be shouting from the <laughs> rooftops that our friend is killing it on the runway <laughs> what's up next for star wars well i mean <laughs> there's so many shows my brain can't function we have andor which is you've seen rogue one yes but it's about a few of those characters before obviously their demise and then Ahsoka show is coming. We're going to meet Ezra Miller from the Rebels cartoon. I think they're bringing that stuff to life. Really excited for that. Mandalorian season three. Skeleton crew with uh, the really hot guy everyone likes. Chudla. There you go. <laughs> hot Dumbledore. Also yeah. touching in more fandoms. Gotta be in Fantastic Beasts. Oh Beast my gosh. And Star Wars. Can you believe it? He was in freaking Captain Marvel too. He's all over the place. Oh, like, what just the heck, where I like him. All right, okay. next on your bucket list. Okay, you've met Ewan McGregor. You've met Sam Hewen. If you meet Jude Law, so I better God. be there. Oh, <laughs> anything that you're doing, where you, like we're going. Yeah, okay. we're going. Like Sorry, he is, he's one of my ultimate ones. Jude <laughs> yeah. Law. Really? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Ever Good since the holiday. No, my uh, next person on the list. Uh, I gotta meet Pedro Pascal. Like I have to meet him. And Oscar Isaac together would be great. Oh, I would be a goner. If Oscar Isaac just, shows up anywhere, I'm done. Yeah, just fall to the floor on my knees face down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Like, sing me the hippopotamus song, right? <laughs> Look at the inside of my elbow the way you did oh it, Jessica God. Chastain. Oh, okay? oh, oh my gosh, people would feral for that. That was insane. The I was one of those people. Yep. And I was screaming. I was like, what is it? I was like, <laughs> freaking out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and every day I drive to work, I'm like, what if Pedro Pascal's in a car right now around me? And I'm looking all like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> You spit up a little straighter. Oh, yeah, just you know, and you look like pretty badass. You like split your eyes. Yeah, I'm cool. We just gotta say that we're manifesting this episode, so just say everything you want out loud. You're gonna give happen. Oscar Isaac my number. You got when it. you meet him. Yeah, I should have slipped he's... it to Sam. Now that I think about it, God, I'm sorry. Should have. It's fine. I forgive Next you. time I have a next time right. celebrity next time. encounter. <laughs> All right, friend. Last serious question. I promise. Where can all of our listeners follow you? Instagram and TikTok now. It's Sharirini, S-H-A-R-I-R-I-N-I. And that's fun. Have fun finding it. It's a very fun thing to spell. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot. I have a Star Wars based account called Naboo Native because Naboo is my favorite planet in the world. Well, thank you so much, friend, for joining us. This was Thanks so for much fun. Me. It's always fun. There's always a good time. I'll talk about stuff with you all the time, whatever you want. Now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirls podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. We are offering 20% off our entire store for the month of May. No code is needed. Link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can Conditions spill the tea with more fangirls and fan guys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you. So connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called the fangirls favorite things inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Disney, Disney Plus, Marvel, her universe. Just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.